Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. It's Monday, D'Anthony. So that means absolutely nothing. Yeah, congratulations. You know what day it is. <laughs> Let's face it. I do deserve an award for that. Usually I don't know what day it is. Every day is pretty much just a shittier version of the last one. You think so? Yeah. I've got, I've got hope and joy today, that Anthony. Sounds... I'm sorry you don't. I've got hope and joy in my heart, in my mind, and in my voice today. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Sometimes God steps in, right? Is that what they say? Is that the old uh, quote? You're talking about the footprints in the sand? Yeah. What's the What's the rest of that? I don't care. Yeah. When you, it's all bullshit. When you look behind you, nah. Look behind you. You're only going to see one set of footprints Yeah, there. that's because it was just me the entire time. Yeah. It was then that I carried you. Um, but with that, uh, Aaron Judge is going for the home run record. The real one, by the way. Not the steroid bullshit. We're not, not doing it. Not the real record. He's clean. All right, Delco, he's clean. Barry was never proven to do steroids. You admire bodybuilders. That's what you do for a living. You love steroids. You love people on steroids. Most of your friends are on steroids currently. Correct? We're all natty. No, you're not, dude. You kidding me? That's bullshit. 2022 that is, is the year of the natty. No, it's not, dude. It's the year of the fucking needle, brother. Needle. Therefore, we're going to watch the real home run record in person, mm -hmm. potentially. Potentially. Uh, we got tickets to the, the last game of the season that Aaron Judge is playing because he happens to be playing here in Texas. Mm -hmm. That last ball, whoever gets that last ball, is estimated to be worth somewhere between 2 and $3 million. Now, you have to guess which section it's in to sit there and kind of get the tickets in advance which we were able to do. Uh, can you pull up the, the seating chart for the old Texas Rangers? All right, so I want to get your opinion. You guys host the baseball show on Drinking Bros Sports. Obviously, Dan and, and Hot Bob. Uh, zoom in there to uh, left field. So in left field, uh, other left. There you go. <laughs> your military left. There Come on, guy. There you go. So section 31 is where I got tickets. Um, because that... Foul line in 32-33, he doesn't usually hook him around the foul pole. So 31 and 30 was my best guess for this. Uh, and then I got to thinking to myself, all right, I don't think he's going to be a Mark McGuire sitch where it's just going to go right over and that's it. So like the first two rows were out for me. I felt safe at row five mm -hmm. in left field. Thoughts on that, first of all? Well, first of all, uh, Rob, if you want to pull up uh, Mike Ju or Mac, I always call him Mike Judge. Aaron Judge's spray chart. Uh, but I was already Googling yeah. it. There so it is, brother. You can, you can see the highest density and and left. I mean, look, you have to split it between left, center, and right, especially in a, in, in Globe Life because that's a goddamn hitter's park. But yeah, right there with the uh, the density or the most dense part is right where we're going to be sitting. Great. Right there. Okay. Awesome. I didn't even have that. I so, just did it. Yeah. Well. So I'm smart. Just just know that this information exists, and next time you can ask me. Well, it's fine. I'll it was it, look. It was a snap decision. So what happened to me was 
wife was out with a neck injury. I'm watching the kids, and the game's on in the background, and it was kind of cold and raining in New I'm York. Sorry. Let's let's back up. Yeah, wife yeah, 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 yeah. wife is out with a neck injury. What Correct. is she, what is she playing linebacker now for yeah. the fucking Packers? Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, well, she should be after the Packers game on uh, uh, yesterday. We'll get to that on the sports show barely in overtime uh, against one of the worst teams in the league. They don't have any wide receivers. Um, but with that, I was watching the kids, had the game on in the background. I was like, oh, shit. I got to go and get tickets. He's not going to do it today. Mm. It's not going to happen today. Now, I know he's got a game tonight, two more tomorrow. But I was, th- I was thinking, all right, well, which game do we go to? Tonight's game or Wednesday's game? And I was like, well, the last ball is worth the most. Mm-hmm. That's worth the most money. <laughs> uh, and Bob, you were saying this before we went on air. It's the one that ties the record breaks the record and then whatever the final number is correct right. yeah so like for mcguire it would have been 60 mm-hmm. or i'm sorry it would have been 61 62 and 70 okay so we're going for the last ball there uh in the outfield and i wanted to know what you do with the money you know um well i'm not gonna be getting any money why not because as soon as i catch the ball i'm gonna pull my fucking knife out and cut <laughs> The cover completely off the ball and just like mm-hmm. throw it away. No handouts. Like fuck you, dude. Here's your fucking history right here. <laughs> throw it back. Not a prayer. Or I'm gonna like not one prayer. Pretend to hand it to a kid and then slap that kid in the fucking face. Or like, <laughs> don't ever act like I'm giving you shit for free again, you little no bitch. free lunches. Yeah. No, no. And uh, the last time that this happened, Bob, if you can pull up this gentleman's picture. The guy who caught the last uh, Mark McGuire ball is posing with it, and he's got a black eye. So a scrum in suit, all right? And that's going to happen at these games. They usually have uh, security in your section to kind of get you the fuck out of there so people stop kicking the shit out of you for the ball. Um, if you can pull his picture, yeah. So that's the guy. And does he still have the black eye in this one? Uh, go to the one at the game where he's actually at the game. He's got a sweet bruiser. Uh, on his right eye and uh uh he wanted a picture with mark mcguire that was what he wanted he was like look i'll give this to you for a picture or whatever Mm -hmm. mark mcguire said no he goes no i don't want to take a fucking picture with you like what an asshole so the dude sold the ball there he is steroids on screen steroids don't make you nice (laughs) so he's got a little shiner on the left eye, and then later on in the evening, it got a little bigger. And so what happened was McGuire said no to the picture, and the kid would have given the, the, the ball back. <laughs> and so the guy immediately put it on the auction block, and he got $3 million for it. So in a way, Mark McGuire did him a favor. Now, I happened to be uh, chasing McGuire that summer. Uh, we were following him around. Um, I'll never forget it. It was in uh, Cincinnati. That was the ballpark that he was supposed to be in the day after, because his last home game uh, on that stretch was in St. Louis, and then he was going to Cincinnati the next day. Well, I was at Ohio State, and I was like, all right, great. Me and my buddies were just going to drive over. Same thing. Got tickets uh, in left field where I thought he would hit the home run, and, and we were all ready to do it, and we were listening to the game the night before on the drive down to Cincinnati, and then I think it was like the fifth or sixth inning uh the radio show was just like and mark mcguire hit the home run and we were deflated at that point because the next ball wouldn't have been worth <clears throat> shit the final one would have been mm-hmm. worth a lot uh mark mcguire comes out graciously after staying up all night talking to the president and everything else uh takes one at bat hits a deep ball to uh to left fly out boom he leaves that's it 
doesn't do anything the rest of the the game and it was one of the most disappointing things of all time i also saw an entire stadium exit at the same time right in the first inning everybody walked right the fuck out of there because the reds were terrible Mm -hmm. and uh and mcguire was pulled from the game so that was it um but uh the next time it happened it was barry bonds and it was uh uh, in la he had a chance to break the record with the dodgers and i got tickets in right field for that one uh didn't get the ball uh, but that one went for a fuck ton of money as well. He had, yeah. Um, I don't remember how much that one was for. I forget. Do you know how much 73 <laughs> was worth, Bob? Okay. Um, because at that time, he was chasing 70 and 71. So that, I would have been going for the ball that broke the record, mm-hmm. not the final ball <clears throat> uh, in that one. $517,000. 517. It's a yeah. weird number. It is, yeah. It's like the guy's like half a mil. Wait a minute. I need that comprehensive butt insurance, and it's $17,000. Sure, go ahead and put that 17 k on yeah. there. I think I know the answer for that one. Um, with McGuire, this record hadn't been broken in, you know, what, 50 years? And then Bonds broke it four years later. And yeah. also, everybody and, hates Bonds. Yeah, everyone yeah. fucking hates Barry Bonds. It, there was no... There was... Absolutely no magic to Bond's run. No, it was very clear. It was very clear what was happening. The dude who did the most of all the steroids was cranking home runs left and right. Right, right, right. That was. Why are we talking about Sosa? Because he also broke the record that year. Uh, But his ball, he didn't get the record. So like, and he wasn't the first to break the record. Right. So those balls really weren't worth that much. Yeah, he never. He never broke any record. He technically did not. Yeah. He, yeah. he actually no, that's not true. That's not true. He did cuz he passed Maguire in the Oh, he 60s. had 63, yeah. Yeah, he, that's yeah. right. So Maguire beat him to 61 yep. and 62. Then he passed Maguire in the mid 60s and then Maguire mm. passed him yeah. back and won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and his final number was what? 70? Yeah, and he Ma- used the Oh, you're talking about Maguire. Yeah. Sosa was 66, I think. Yeah. Sosa was 66, yeah. Maguire was 70, and then uh Aaron Judge, who knows, right? He's got four games left. We'll see what it is. This is the real home run record. But as I was thinking about it over the weekend, this ball, because it's a Yankee, mm-hmm. because it, you know, you're passing Maris, uh, who is also a Yankee mm-hmm. and everything else, this will be worth a fuck ton of money, this ball. Probably, yeah. I mean, part of me wants to catch it and just take it home and refuse to sell it or give it to anybody. <laughs> like, you can't buy me. I, but you got you to gotta sell high because what if somebody else breaks it? I mean, it's not going to happen next year. No, but but I think it will happen eventually. <laughs> one of these time. young kids for the Braves has a a, a shot. No, none of those guys are ever going to hit seventy. You don't think like runs. Austin Riley might have a shot at it? No, because nah. okay. he's no, he's not. He's a he hits home runs, but he's not like a prototypical home run hitter. He's now, he's a doubles hitter. That the hits real home question runs. is, Dan, has Aaron Judge earned his pinstripes? Man, I don't know what else the guy can do. Yeah, but I, I don't expect. Honestly, I think he's going to be a New York Met next year. If I if I had to gamble on where he would be next year, I would say 100 percent the Mets. What a waste of time! I know, I know, because they're going to lose Degrom. I mean, whatever you want to say about that, with his inability to stay in the lineup and shit. That, so he's going to break the record, maybe hit the triple crown, and they're going to let him go. Boy, I, the number's it's, so big, though. I, I the he's going to want ten years. The Yankees, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the Yankees haven't been doing that for a while now. For a long time. Like Cashman hasn't been spending money since, what, like fucking 2018 maybe they kind of rolled it back? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, and I know that the new Mets owner doesn't give a fuck about money. Also, he's the reason they're in the playoffs, really. Uh, he's the yeah, only yeah. reason. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he's had an incredible season and, and carried these guys But the question is, back. are they going to give him a fucking 
he's 30 right now. Are they going to give him a 10-year, $400 million contract? Yeah, why not? That he'll only play half of. I mean, yeah. he's probably going to leave around 38. Just based on the body type, that would be, uh, that would be a good outcome. And so. he doesn't play full seasons hardly ever. No. No, but uh, we're going for the millions. Uh, I'm, I'm going to blow it. I'm going to blow all the money. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, if we get it, I mean, probably, actually, we'll probably just. I hope yeah. you do blow it. Can you pull, I hope actually, you do blow it. Can you I pull hope up? the ball goes right to you. You have your stupid little glove. Could you imagine? And it just goes right through it. Do you oh. want to, hey, do you want to show that clip, Bob, of the guy uh, from the Blue Jays game who dropped the ball? Um, that guy dropped a million fucking dollars. What Blue Jays game? Game uh, seven of the no uh, World for sixty one oh. uh, for sixty one the other night the guy dropped the ball that was worth a million dollars and lost his shit for the rest of the game SVP on Sports Center was just like I'm sure that guy will never think about it again I was like nope think about that that day every day for the rest of his life imagine just dropping a million dollars and then it's gone um, there's a more bizarre story to that too the uh, Blue Jays um, bullpen coach actually got the ball and decided to give it back to judge so judge has it um and he gave it back to him uh but the the blue jays bullpen coach wife is a reporter for fox sports and she was like hey bro just want to let you know uh there's not gonna be a house to come home to i can't believe you gave up that fucking ball and it became a huge like joke on social media over the weekend and it was fun now this guy bob put him up on screen here um, so we can show the disappointment of him dropping this ball. This would haunt my dreams for the rest of my life, I think. Go ahead and play. Are we going to get dinged for this? Yeah, yeah, because of the Yes Network logo. Oh, fuck. All right. All right. Look at that. Oh! Oh, no! No! And he had his glove. He had it, and it was in the palm of his glove. He didn't squeeze it. He didn't squeeze it, and uh, he lost a million dollars. Just stick one of those telescopic nets down your pants. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> People were doing that in, like, the 80s and mm-hmm. shit. People uh, find the footage of Hank Aaron hitting his... Uh, oh, that's uh, right. When he hit 750. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a bunch of people out in the outfield with fucking nets and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. <clears throat> like, fishing nets, because mm-hmm. it was in Georgia. So it was, like, old-school, like, fishing nets that people were carrying around. Trying to catch this record. I think uh, this one goes into the bullpen, so I'm not sure if you actually. Will it see does, it. yeah. It, he, it did, no fan caught it. So the stadium we're going to doesn't allow any of that. Like it's super strict. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a nice stadium, uh, but they don't allow any of this bullshit. But yeah, I mean, you can just see. Look at that guy with a huge fucking fishing net mm-hmm. in the back. You can uh, cut that. Look at that. Oh, yeah. look at that huge fishing net. Almost got it, dude. Look at that. That was actually like a pool skimmer. I don't know like. what the fuck that thing and was. And that was huge. How do they, they, they let you do anything back in the day. 9-11 fucked up everything for us. We used to be able to do whatever we wanted, anywhere we went. And now it's all fucking ruined, dude. Thanks, Bin Laden, you fuck. Honestly, well, I blame Josh Hamilton. You should, you should blame <laughs> Dick Cheney and George W. Bush for that. Really? And everybody that was in Congress or Senate at the time, except for uh, Barbara something, Barbara Lee uh-huh. from Oakland, I think she was the only one that voted against all this shit. No, no, no. But for Bin Laden was the one who blew up the goddamn towers first, and they voted on it no, afterwards. No, I got that part, but you know, at no point did that mean that a bunch of old ladies needed to take their shoes off at the fucking airport. I know, dude. Like the, we're still dealing with that bullshit. The TSA was two weeks to flatten the curve mm-hmm. of terrorism. Yeah, and now it's a fucking 
21 years later, we're still billions, doing this bullshit. Billions of dollars to people who, by the way, this is why you can't find good lower level uh, workers anymore for like fast food restaurants and shit like that. It's because they all work for TSA now. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. Do you, what do you think it, the qualifications for working there are? Not having been arrested yet. That's it. Is it really? Yes. Do you have to do any training or anything else? I'm sure they have some training, but what is it? Like, ooh, fucking look at him and how the machine works. Cool. That's the manager. The manager's patting you down. They got one guy checking the screen and the rest, like, telling you to take your iPads out. Yeah, because, I mean, look, we're still doing shoes off, laptop out, any electronic devices, all that bullshit's got to go in, like, 80 different bins. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Bin Laden. So, Dan, I want, I want to ask you a question. Do you know what that machine is that they scan you with? What are you talking about? At the airport. Scan how? It's an X, the X-ray yeah, machine? Yeah, hold, hold your hands up. Yeah, you got to do the, uh, it's a millimeter, the Jay-Z. You got to do the Diamond Dallas page. Yeah, it's a millimeter X-ray. Does it detect things way up your butt? Rectally? Yeah. yeah. It takes a picture every millimeter, yep. basically, and then reassembles it. Have you put something up your ass? For the what airport? Do you, yeah. I mean, I, what are you asking? You mean like in general? In the, no, no, no. In general, I know that answer. But yeah. at the airport specifically, were you going somewhere... That it was important enough for you to jam something up your asshole. It, I mean, it was a fairly like simple object, you know. I'll what say this: it? there's there's no law against wearing a, a vibrate. There's no law against wearing a vibrating butt plug through airport security. Okay, which is they're, my question. They're, they're going to find it, but there's nothing they can really do about. Are it. Are they going to make you remove it though? And no, test I would it? not remove it. That's my fucking right as an American to have a vibrating piece of machinery up my asshole at okay. all times. Okay. Uh, is that what you had, Giorgio? Because I'm going to say it was probably drugs. No, no, he's 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 he nail on the head. Okay, yeah, you were just having that type of day. I was also worried about the metal. You know, mm. it was silver. I didn't want it to set off the machine. Sure, 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 and that's understandable. Now we were sneaking hard AFs into the game, and I had to go through a metal detector at aluminum. Doesn't pop on a metal detector, really. I mean, it has to be like thick aluminum to pop on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So what I did was I put my phone. I held my phone up like this, and so I, you could see inside your butthole where you hid the hard AF. No, 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 dude. That was no X-ray. It was a normal fucking machine. You know, was that a uh, wait, Texas game? Texas, Alabama? Right, but you didn't want to carry it, so you're like, why don't I just put it up there in my prison wall no sure did not nothing no nothing went up my asshole like there was no can up my asshole whatsoever all right i had it in my back pocket kind of stuffed in what i did was i walked through the machine first with the phone out and it was visible so when it dinged i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i forgot to put my phone in the tray and he was like don't worry about it you fucked that up what do you mean uh those things uh the alarms go off based on at what level the infraction happens so you should hold it next to the same height as your ass yeah it was pretty close well you it had pretty, you had it out in front of well, your face as, far, as far as i can go here on the, on the desk so i mean it was just like a it was a fucking dick i'm cock just level i want people to understand how to defeat these stupid fucking technologies it was at cock high all right it was at cock high so what you're saying is there's light bars on the sides and those will light up mm-hmm. where the metal or is on some of the more uh some of the newer ones it shows a code instead but yes I wonder what that code is for butt. The alarm, the alarm goes off where it fucking comes into contact, right? So they know where to fucking look. Yeah. And for me, it's the ass every it's, single it's time. It's the asshole every single time mm-hmm. for him. Um, so when I did that, the guy was like, oh, no worries. Because I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, nothing else. And he was like, ah, you're fine. It's a, it's a phone. Who cares? But, but I had two cans of hard AF, and then we went into the game with it, and it was great. Um, and I was proud of myself that I did that, and I got away with it, and I felt awesome. I felt like a great human being. Now, at the airport, you can't get away with dick anymore. Like, nothing. That's not true. I've seen people get popped with weed at, at Austin's airport twice now. It's called CBD. What do you mean? You just 
So oh, you tell CBD. them the weed is CBD. Are you tell them it, it's is it Delta- cocaine? Nah, CBD. You okay. tell them it's Delta Eight. Well, because I saw two guys get popped with joints on two separate occasions. That's stupid. Because that's well, that's not true anymore though. Because you get to say it's Delta Eight. They have no way of knowing that. They're not sending uh, your fucking joint off to the lab to get it tested to see if it's Delta Eight or Delta Nine for this two hundred dollar fine you might have to pay. That's, right. that's just not happening. So one of the, it's like ten thousand dollars for that test. I stuck around for one of the guys to see what was gonna happen and there were some words back and forth and he kind of shrugged his shoulders and it, they threw it away. It was a couple joints, right? And they just they just kind of tossed them in the trash can. No harm, no foul. Now the other guy they brought back into a room, who knows where he is today or if he's even alive. It could be a Britney Griner sitch. Who so knows? when me and Dan were on our way to Tennessee traveling together, we see that at the end of the TSA line, they usually have a picture of a TSA agent and a, a recent bus that they had received. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's like the, what'd you call it, Dan? Employee of the month. Really? <laughs> oh, are they trying to intimidate me? Bad boy. Seems like it. What to do? What to do? It's, a, it's reggae. You know, that's a, it's a it's reggae like, song for cops. But they like, brag about what they actually busted them for. And it was like, uh, what was it? Yeah, what was it? It was like some... It was a handgun, right? It was like, yeah, some like well-equipped gun. Yeah, it was a small, small handgun. Ah, that's worthy of it. That's but worthy of it. I, I, feel like I you don't should agree. Find I, feel I, like, I feel like... What, what, explain this to me. Sure. Why am I allowed to carry a gun everywhere except for on an airplane? You'll be well, blasting people away. You could blast the pilot. I could do that right here, right now. Technically, yeah. you can't bring a gun to a bar sure yeah you can as long if you're not drinking almost every state has that law now where you can carry a gun at a bar if, if you're not intoxicated yeah but this is blasting a pilot out of the sky no there's a fucking door there right right to stop that specifically from happening you think it's it's bulletproof i know that it is so every door on a cockpit is bulletproof yeah motherfucker really yes bob fact check that i've never heard that dude it looks very that, thin what are you talking about the cockpit door yeah, man. No way. Yeah, it's it like, looks super thin. Especially after 9-11. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they got it open with a drink cart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How do well, they that's get it? Why you're not, that's why the, the uh, what are they called? Sky cunts. That's why they tell you that you can't stand in line up at the front laboratory. So you can't fucking just hang out there waiting. And then when the pilot opens the door, that's also why the pilot won't open the door unless he gets on the phone and talks to a flight attendant who says, yeah, I'm standing right here. And he can also see them on video. No shit. Yeah, motherfucker. What do you think? We've just been doing this by ran- like random uh, chance I, I, this whole time? I thought they put a marshal on every plane with a gun. We should do that. That's so expensive. No, it's not as expensive as TSA. Not even close. For, the, yeah. for a tenth of the budget of TSA, you could put two air marshals on every single flight that happens in America. Armed. Two guys. And they'd have great frequent flyer miles. Fuck yeah, they would. And if they're in first class, they'd be boozing. No, Ooh. they, they well, don't no, sit in first class. They don't sit in first? Why? The rich people aren't going to do shit? Uh, correct. <laughs> Probably one in the middle, one in the back. And also to blend in. Like if you, it's, it'll, it'll, it's people that look like me. Yeah. Right? Like you can tell. We, don't, we, think, we, we think we're all fucking slick yeah. and shit. No, we all look exactly the goddamn same. But if you're going to like hijack a plane, why wouldn't you just splurge for your last flight? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, go in first, enjoy the, the because cheese. It draws, because it draws attention. But, yeah. but enjoy the cheese plate, everything else, flirt with people, have some champagne, what draws and then attention? take down a fucking well, plane. That it draws attention when a fucking dude that doesn't speak English and has dirty shoes on just bought a $1,000 airline ticket one way. You're Saudi royalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, bud. No, that one's getting flagged for sure. So All I right? have a conspiracy theory about these guns, Dan. All right. 
So you can't take them on an airplane because they want to restrict the interstate transportation of guns and the ease of that. There's no restriction on interstate transport of personally owned firearms. You can't tell me if I can or can't bring my gun. Like in California, if I move to your state and get an ID in California with my license, then I have to be aware of what fucking weapons are allowed there. But if I'm just visiting and shit, they can't tell me what to do. And even if they could, fuck them. (laughs) Clip that. Clip it for sure. Bob, do we get a fact check on that door? Yes there's or no? There's a fucking I mean, I aircraft mechanic here. in the... Right, let's see it. Oh, we got there's it. an aircraft mechanic in the chat. Oh, there all, is. What does he say? What does all, he say? It's a woman, and it's a, all cockpit uh, doors are ballistic proof. So not only did you misgender this person... Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I which apologize. Which is a huge problem. No, you're all, you're all, I get it, and I keep doing it. Do you, did you really not think that those cockpits were secure after... Uh, no, before? I thought there was an air marshal with a gun in every flight. Dead no. serious. Like, I, to, to put in a bulletproof door, it's pretty costly. Maybe 10% of flights at the most. Okay. Maybe. No shit. Yeah. All right. Because you and I had a buddy. Oh, shit. We did a show with one of them, remember? Mm-hmm. And we had to pull the fucking show down. Yep. Um, they found out who he was. Does he still have that job? Uh, probably. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked. So, Bob, let's show, show the door. Let's see the fucking door. All right. And you're saying that's bulletproof? Oh man, is that Lauren, what they really look like? Lauren Manley's asking about if it, is it not so you because you can just shoot through the uh, what, the fuselage. I technically, yeah, but it's not like the fucking movies, like shoot like it, where somebody shoots a gun in through the window and all of a sudden half the goddamn plane gets ripped out. It doesn't right. work like that. You could literally take a piece of plastic and just stick it there where the hole is, and it would suction would take care of the rest. Nothing happens. It's a tiny hole. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I mean, you would have like to fucking. Noise. If you, I guess, if you had uh, some a fucking AT4 or an RPG or some shit, and you shot a grenade into the goddamn thing. Mate, let's check for fucking grenades. Would it suck out a small Asian and no. put him right through the Pilots hole? Pilots no. used to have gunfights in the air, Ross. Mm. When was this? Last week, Air Force One, World War One. Yeah. Well, that I remember. Those, but those were uh, depressurized cabins. Yeah, they sure were. Sure were. Even in a pressurized cabin, you have to make a significant hole. I think it would pull a baby right clean out of the fucking nope. thing right through the hole or an Asian, a small Asian or a midget. No. Yeah. It, first of all, it would be, well, I'll show you. Be that big right there. Yep. And that ain't doing shit. Nope. That, that sucking it in, sucking that baby right you, out of a you chair. You could literally reach up and put your hand on it and it would stop. I, would, I wouldn't want to. I would want to see the baby. I want to see the baby well, fly for a little bit. Just pull the fucking door open. Speaking of which, dude, by the way, if there's a baby in front of us and that ball's coming at us. Oh, I'm fucking that baby up. Yeah, yeah. that baby's going on the field. I've, already, I've been dreaming about that, actually. I'll catch the ball and then throw the baby back, uh, Delco. That's what I'll do. Um, but yeah, that, that could be a possibility. We'll find out. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a, good, uh, that's a good fucking Jade Trader 81. I remember this video. Demo Ranch, Matt Carver. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Did, he did a fucking... Uh, shooting through air, airplane doors oh did he really yeah. there's a video on here if you want to fucking go watch it okay it's good yeah I'll, I'll pop it up after the show is over um one other thing i wanted to ask you about so over the weekend uh, my wife and i are, are fans of uh, uh key and peel um key has a new show and uh keegan michael key mm-hmm. has a new show on hulu called reboot um it's pretty good it's with the guys from uh the producers of modern family oh yeah yeah so it's the the premise reboot the premise is the all these people were in a fucking show back in the day and now they're rebooting the show right so they're just carrying all their from a tgi friday show and then they're they're coming back Mm -hmm. to do this show 
Um, it's pretty decent, but it lost my wife episode three where she goes, uh, one of the, the, the chicks, spoiler alert, I don't really care. Um, one of the chicks goes to a bar that night and then hooks up with her female co-star. It's her first lesbian experience ever, and she's in her 40s. And she was like, dude. That's this- a real thing, late in life lesbian. You ever heard of that? No. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge thing. Is that, it really? Like, I, I, don't, I can't say percentage-wise, but if I had to guess, 30%, 30 to 40% of lesbians are late-in-life lesbians. They, they fucking do what they're told at a young age, get married, have a family, and they're like, all right, I'm done with this bullshit. It's time to go muff-diving. Really? Oh, yeah. That's not, is that a thing? Why are we you got asking? Two, we, there's two girls. We're, there's two girls here. You have here. two non-lesbians. I'm not, I'm not I saying there's three women here, actually. I don't care if they're straight or gay. I just want to know, as a female, is that a thing? Is a late-in-life lesbian a thing? She's saying yes. Yeah, she's counting down the fucking days. She's tearing, like, crossing out dates on her calendar. We'll it's almost her, time to we'll, eat some puss. We'll get you on air at the end of this, and we'll ask about it. Because uh, it, maybe it's... Have you done it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she said she's fucked a girl. Okay, perfect. We'll have you on at the end to explain this. This will be great. <laughs> um, but she, what, my, what my wife said was this. She goes... She's like, I, this is improbable because it's not like a dude would just do this. And you couldn't write this into a dude show where, oh, hey, I was having some drinks with my buddy. And then I just fucked him one night. Well, okay. Up until relatively recently, I would have agreed with you. Uh-huh. But now it's like, you can be fooled pretty easily by just a modest tranny, trans, transsexual. Right. But this me. was two friends who had known each other before. Yeah. So, like, let's take Jared, for example, right? Mm-hmm. He's a mutual friend of ours, obviously. There's no point in my life where I'd ever just wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I think I'm just going to fuck Jared, dude. I'm just going to Well, after a couple of drinks, though. He's a handsome man. Still wouldn't do it, though. What about for the money? Well, how much money's involved? Gay for pay. See, yeah, well, gay for pay is a different story. This was for free. Yeah, but you don't know that. Maybe, do maybe that's episode three or four. No, no, no. So I, I went on and watched a few more and, mm-hmm. like, you know. Kind of talk about it, kind of, you know, whatever, right? But for me, I've never just woke up in the middle of the night and be like, meh, I'm just going to fuck my, my bro. I Is think there? there's a non-zero chance that you would fuck Jared. There's definitely a non-zero chance. Right. I think we'd be mad for Jared. Wait, what? Yeah, if, you would, mm. if we had a pick out of all of our friends, yeah, it'd be Matt. Yeah, it'd be Matt. Yeah. Is there a gay for pay internship? You looking for one? I'm just wondering, you know, like... like y- you're working on it, like if you're no. That's just being. If you're not getting paid and gay for pay, then that's just gay. Yeah, because there's no pay. Well, See how that works. No you pay. You're just a homosexual. If you man. remove pay from gay for pay, then it's just gay. Well, you know. All right. This is algebra. It's very basic. It could just be for content. That's technically pay. No, dude, you've got to live mentally no, then, with that forever. Then you're an actor, though. Yeah, you're just you know be method. Sure. And acting is the one job you can have and never actually do it professionally and still call yourself an actor. You think Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal fucked before Brokeback? Comedian, too. I think, too. Yeah. I think can, before. You can call yourself a comedian and never be a comedian. Before and after, <laughs> if I had to guess. I'm thinking about it right now. Uh, the two of them fucking? Yeah. <sighs> that scene was. All right, that was one of the first times on, on screen that I'd seen something where I was just, where he just spits in his hand. You're like, oh, shit. Okay. Now is this? Let me. Going for I've it. I've never actually seen this movie because I. Like, oh really? I like women, but it's great. Uh, it's really funny. I, I well, I don't think it's supposed to be. But I laughed so hard that it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I went opening night, and I was by myself too. I couldn't wait to if see they these play, dudes fuck. If they play it again, like at whatever festival Billy Eichner is going to have to make for himself because his movie I sucked. Can't and he's wait to about talk it. about this. Yeah. Yeah. If if he makes some festival and they play Brokeback Mountain, I will go there and watch and laugh with you. But. <laughs> 
here's here's my question. So in the movie, when they when he does that spitting in his hand, was that the first time they ever banged? It is. And he, so the first time this this man's ever been fucked in his asshole, and the guy just spit into his hand, no lube or anything. Correct. And they're in a tent, and it's Mm-mm. cold. Not like fucking it's, one prayer that went down. It's cold. Like there's bloody butthole all over the place. Then ah, uh, they didn't show the aftermath of it. There was just a lot of hugging. yeah. The aftermath looked like a fucking World War II guy it with a fucking slow. bandage on his maybe head. Maybe it did, but maybe they, maybe he went slow and just put the head in. Can we? Can this you pull up caring. the scene? Pull up the scene and let me see it right quick. Oh boy, ah, I, I don't, I don't think they have it on YouTube, Bob. No, you don't need to. That would be a no, shocking. Uh, log into fucking your Netflix or something, <laughs> it's not on or Netflix. whatever it's on. It's probably on Amazon Prime or something. You right? just type in scene. <laughs> Let's see if they have it first of all. Oh, that's the one against the fucking door. There we go. Oh shit! Is that, yeah, this is it. Play it. We can't play this yeah. on there. Yeah, we'll I'm just watching play it for, this for 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 Dan here since he's never seen it. All right, got him to hit play on that. Yeah, Jake little, little Jake's opening sleeping. his eyes. It's playing. He's it's, sleeping right now. It's a slow burn. Oh, uh, look at that. He's sleeping right now, and then looking outside his tent. Yeah, look at that. What's going down out there? Oh, he's cold. That's right. He was freezing, dude. He didn't have a tent. He's out there by himself. He sure didn't. He invited him inside. Oh, he wasn't cranking it. Come, no, come I thought he was cranking it. No, he wasn't he was cranking, cranking it. it. He was cold, dude. Look at that. Oh, burr. It's freezing in there. This is why you shouldn't like do nice things for people because you end up doing gay shit. So well, for- look, you got to have body heat because I think they're in what, North Dakota or Montana? If or it's under 32 degrees, it's not gay. That's the military rule. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, this so, was so uh, Jill definitely and Hall had under- given him the butt for the audio listeners, and Heath had entered and laid on his back. So Correct. right now, it's still pretty heterosexual. Yep. And then they cut, to, they cut to that full moon, which is foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Because now he's about to some heavy breathing. Well. Yeah. Still cold. The monster within is about to Still come out. Still cold. And then he slowly starts to pull down the sheet. Now it's Gyllenhaal. I know. That's Gyllenhaal pulling He's down reaching back, sheet. grabbing he's a hand, back. pulling it over. Oh, oh no, where's that hand going? He thinks it's his lady. Right, so is the hand going around his waist or is that going on his cock? And then that, I never knew. Whoa. And then Heath Ledger's like, dude, I'm not, I'm not gay. You're gay. It's another tussling. Yeah. And now they're out of bed looking at each other on each other's knees. Yeah. And it's, there's a deep look in their, in their eyes. And then the jacket's coming off for Gyllenhaal. But you don't need to take your jacket off to get fucked in the ass. Ah! They're grabbing each other. Yeah. They don't want it. They don't want it. They, they don't do. want this. This is like a hockey fight. You don't want this. You don't fucking want us. They're forehead to forehead. Yep. But the, the referee's going to let him go. The referee's going to let him go. And then whose jeans come off first? So that's Gyllenhaal. And Gyllenhaal, so he, that's a reverse mount, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Gyllenhaal so, looked to be the aggressor and then turned. Turned for him. And then Heath Ledger violently pulls his pants down, spits in his hand, rubs it's up his ass. Hold on, this is the part that I care about because is he going like slow or... F- Hang on. Oh, no, man, not, that looks hard. Not one fucking prayer man, this happens. that looks hard. See, this was written... This is why you can't let two straight dudes do this. I haven't seen this in a while. I, you're right, Dan. There's going to be some blood on this. I, I stand corrected. Yeah, he's... It's a just a fucking bloody, shitty mess back yeah, there. Yeah, fuck, dude. Damn it. Unless Hall was used to it, you know? Well, and, and maybe he's been sticking fucking like uh, brooms and stuff up his ass. Or maybe other dudes, um, because we never got that answer either. But look, he's waking up in the morning and he seems fine. He's cooking him a nice meal. Yeah, and he's not rubbing his asshole at all. Um, so. Yeah, but you don't want to fucking, you wait till you get home to rub it, just like a baseball injury. Yeah, yeah they're so? about to eat some yeah. beans, though. Yeah, they're cooking up beans. Wrong meal to have no, if nothing, you're having gay sex. No, you don't want to cook up some cans of beans. There's no better meal after getting plowed in your butthole than... Yeah, but if you want to do it again and you enjoyed it, then mm. then what? You're going to be shitting all ah, over the place. I don't know. You get those fingers are a little stretched out. I think the beans go right through you. Oof. 
That's going to be a mess. And then you're ready, clean to go again. Oh, God. You're cleaning out the system. God. It's not like you have proper toilet paper out in the woods like that, right? To answer yeah, the question, I do need mess. to walk that back. Dan, you are correct. That would have been extremely bloody. Oof. Yeah. That's going to so be. So here's, here's my problem with this, right? Just from a continuity perspective. Uh huh. Jill and Hall, based on what I just saw there, definitely planned this whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't bring correct. any lube. Maybe that's his kink, just getting fucking drilled in his dry asshole. I think it was spur of the moment. It was cold. He's always loved him. And then, boom, you bring him in. But, like, I did not realize, like, the, the pushing and how aggressive that was. You're right. A little bit of spit's not going to do mm-hmm. a lot for that. No. And I, not, I stand corrected not today. Ju- it, one round of spit, even. No. Even one round of lube isn't enough for that. You're you gotta go that. And, yeah. You need, like, three stages of lube to be able to pound a butthole like that without any injuries. Sure. He sure. just licked it. It wasn't even spit. No, it was one of those, like, like a wipe through, you know, like. Uh, we've all been there. Maybe um, he's incredibly hydrated. Yeah. Not in that. It's too cold for that. Now, I'll if go had, back to what Dan said. Yeah. Like it's the, the the elements too, man. It's just too cold. If for he that. had like gagged himself a little bit first with a couple of fingers and yeah. then spit into his hand, yep. then I believe it. Yeah. Stay yep. with me, guys. Okay. Does the phlegm hurt or help the process? It does not help. It this help. viscosity, yeah, is not good. A little bit of that beans. No, because no. it's just beans and water, man. Yeah. Maybe if you rendered some of the fat that's in there, but how are you going to do that? Well, God, a little bean juice on that dong might no, do it, coconut, dude. That's what I'm saying. Just coconut oil. It's solid at room temperature, but you can fucking pound off with a little bit and then use it as lube. Yeah, that's in the true. mountains of that's Montana, true. what coconut oil do we have? You use, don't. Use Amazon. What, what year did this movie come out? You got wet beans. This was in what? Probably 2004, five. I'm going to guess, Bob. What do we got? Broke back release. It day. took uh, 05's when it was released. It took place in 1963, though. Ah, I see. A little leftover sausage grease from the morning. There yeah. was sausage from the you couldn't just go to the fucking uh, the, the creamery slash convenience store and buy butthole lube in 1963. You sure could. I not even know if it existed, did it? Uh, When's the first year that lube was got to think. Well, Vaseline's been around forever. Vaseline, sure. But like proper anus lube? Not think, for a while, I think, right? I, I, yeah, I don't think I don't know when that niche market really started to. Well, look up Astroglide. Just see what year it was, mm. and that'll. Oh, help that's you. probably the seventies at least by the name I would alone. Say, yes, and I would say seventies, but I think we're seven years before that, right? You're saying sixty three before some of that asshole grease. Was, Astroglide was, born? was founded in. Well, that's not true. No, the, its owner was founded in ninety one. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, look up that asshole grease. There's not a Wikipedia page for Astroglide. That's weird. And really? What year was uh, it invented? It says 91, actually. How long has oh, Astroglide been around? Oh, shit, dude. So, no. That was a long time, hombre. My God, dude. What did we do before that? What did gay men do before that? They spit in their hands, and that was it, dude. Power. That's no, a lot th- of power, though. I'm sure they used, like, olive oil or some shit in Italy and Greece. Well, in Italy. They were, we're not in Italy. They were fucking each other's buttholes. Like they were going out of style. Well, I understand that, but like we didn't have Olive Garden or any of that stuff yet, so Italian food wasn't even big here. You know? Real Italian food, that is. One of the first major like food imports to the United States was olive oil. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a big industry. Well, it was. Well, it was. Like Vito Corleone, that's how we got here. Oh, uh, was it really? Started an olive oil I haven't company. I've seen the movie in forever. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Uh, we got some sponsors real quick who put the shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros i promise we're gonna get to, to more gay stuff here right after this mm-hmm. um now uh it would have been a lot more comfortable having seen what we've seen here in the tent than to just have gay sex on a ghost bed from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros uh they're a gay ally 
Giorgio. So, you know, I uh, am I reading that correctly? Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh boy, I've got a lot of things to say now about Lou. I just found a, a whole history. Of oh, Lou. perfect, perfect, yeah. and we'll get to that. Uh, and if you're using lubrication uh, to have uh, anal or uh, vaginal sex, get a cover for that bed. Okay, protect the mattress. Uh, the sheets probably aren't going to stop it, is what I'm saying. And the cover's right here on the desk. Look at that. Man, that's nice. Uh, 30% off everything in the entire store with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. That is the mattress. That is the sheets, uh, the adjustable bases, all the things that you can think of there at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. The weighted blanket. 30% off of the promo code Drinking Bro Bros. Also, when you get uh, uh, the new mattress, you get two free luxury pillows. Uh, right now and that's going on for a couple more weeks and then 40 percent off the bundle package that's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together uh the adjustable base is amazing usb ports flashlights you name it they got it at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros next up mybookie.com promo code drinking bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars i took my bookie to the fucking woodshed this weekend i got no response from you guys on all those cards yesterday i won every fucking nfl game i think we were when did you send it we were recording maybe uh maybe you guys were that was the greatest feats in the Mm. history of man i think i didn't see it close to six grand Mm. two a six game teaser a seven game teaser uh, a three game a four game you name it i won it and then on college i only lost one fucking game um if i win tonight my winnings will be six thousand dollars off of my bookie mybookie.com promo code drinking bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars tonight i got money on the rams plus one and a half uh just taking that line straight up tonight i think the rams win um and i only so what i bet tonight was 190 dollars That'll take me to 6K even for the weekend. Holy shit, what an amazing weekend. Not for my bookie, but not my problem. Turn that your love of sports into your new side hustle at mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. College football is in full swing. Destroyed it this weekend on Saturday. NFL is in full swing. And then we're going to bet on the game on Wednesday that we're going to be at uh, to see where Aaron Judge ends up at. But uh, fun times at the old MyBookie. Tonight is uh, the Monday night game is Rams at 49ers. Rams plus one and a half. That's where my money is going tonight on that game. And if you want to see the actual uh, betting slips, we post them every Saturday and Sunday before the game starts in uh, Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. It is a private group. Uh, The only rule is just don't be a fucking asshole. And uh, you'll see all the bet slips and then see everybody talking shit. And there's some dark, dark memes in there. Uh, Regarding sports, last but not least, D'Anthony, we've got... Fume. Breathefume.com slash drinking bros. And use the promo code drinking bros to save 10% off your entire order. You got your stick on you today, dog? There it is. Yeah. Boom, right there. It's always right here. There it is. Uh, right there. What, mm. do, what do you got in there? Wintergreen? It's, no, it's cozy chai, actually. It tastes really good. Okay. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is uh, for people who are looking to, to quit smoking, or uh, if you're trying to quit, it kind of mimics smoking in a way. Um, it's nice to hold something in your hand for the act of it. Yeah, right? the hand-to-mouth habit, they call yeah. it. Yeah, um, and that'll really help cut down on the cravings uh, and everything else. The beauty is, too, you're actually packing this full of something. Yeah, it's got a core that you put in here that it's uh, 
infused with natural oils, no chemicals or anything that are that one tastes good and two are 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 uh, used to prevent cravings as well. It's a natural yeah. inhaler, is what yep. it is. Um, it's it's better, safer, and and again, it's a more natural way to quit cigarettes. Uh, it's a no smoke, no vape, uh, no nicotine replacements for the hand to mouth habit of smoking. Replace the habits. Um, Fune has these, uh, they got the fucking handcraft wooden inhalers and, uh, and all the cores can be bought there. There's wintergreen cinnamons on there. Uh, they got a bunch of them on there. Uh, this has helped a lot of people. You've heard them on a lot of podcasts. They're on ours as well. Um, so if you're out there and we got some people in the crew here who smoke, trying to get Jack Manival to to stop smoking, by the Mm. way. Um, he's the last one. I'm trying to get him to smoke more. (laughs) Smoke more crack. Yeah. Some crack rock. Um, go to, uh, uh breathefume.com slash drinking bros. Use promo code drinking bros to save 10% off your entire order. Whether you're a smoker or an ex smoker who still struggles with cravings, fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash drinking bros. Use the promo code drinking bros to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order. When you head to B R E A T H E F U M dot com slash drinking bros and use the code drinking bros let's go dude let's go uh d'anthony when was the loop what do we got there so the first um example that we see is 600 bc in china um really uh carrageenan maybe is how you say it it's a it's a it's an extract from seaweed and okay you use it kind of the same as uh fucking cornstarch to thicken up liquids you don't know anything about cooking so you would know that but it, it's the same but when it's it's kind of gelatinous okay it's like that shit you see on the beach the yeah. gel- gelatinous yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, that's yeah. on seaweed that's yeah. what it is okay so the people use that that doesn't seem very hygienic no and, and then you have to go stink. to the beach to fuck too yeah it would stink yeah. like fish yeah um <clears throat> let's see Japan, Korea, China use this to moisturize and stimulate tissue for well over a thousand years, it says. Really? So, Man, yeah. one thousand years they were using fucking seaweed? Yeah. But it's all the it's a purified form of it is still used in modern lube, I believe. Really? Yeah. All right. So like a water based lube would be that, probably. I call it seaweed, by the way. Um I never pronounced the D. Three fifty BC, ancient Greeks and Roman were using olive oil. Which well, means, that makes sense. Like, so I, I don't know if in ancient Rome or in ancient Greece, if everybody just smelled like olive oil all the time, or if you're a northern Italian, you just smelled like fish all the time or whatever. But, sure. Um, that seemed gross. I mean, and no, you can tell. Olive oil. If, pe- if you're, if if you're two, Italian. If, if two dudes, let's, let's just say you're at a fucking party right? in Rome, right? And two dudes walk out of the room for a minute, and you think, oh, they're having a private conversation. They come back smelling like fucking olive oil. You know they just had butt sex. Yeah. Like, there's no question what just happened there. But that was pretty uh, prevalent at the time. Sure, yeah. It happened all the time. Not in the middle of a meeting. I think it's the best time to do it. Also, olive oil was used for almost everything, so I think that was kind of like the cover they used. It was like Tussin, maybe. Yeah, Robitussin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or that NyQuil chicken, dude. Ooh. Yeah, put a little sleepy chicken. They, little they, start, chicken they started using some other um, vegetable oils as well. Okay. But it doesn't say which. I don't, I don't know. All right. Um, let's see. Olive oil, though, is a good one. Like, I, why switch from that? Well, in the 1600s, um, animal intestines started uh, to become common in Asia used as condoms. 
Mm, like sheepskin. No, not the skin, the intestines. Oh, the so intestine. Like, like they would basically take a sausage casing and tie it on their dick. God damn, that's a lot of work. I mean, it's less work than dying of AIDS, I uh, guess. But you, there was no AIDS. No. Well, I re- people were getting syphilis back then, and brain their brains would rot out. Oh, Jesus so that's probably Christ. kind of that's what happened to Napoleon. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a movie coming out about him, by the way. Is it called on Syphil- Apple. Syphilitic? No, but it's you know who's playing him? Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I was gonna say why Joaquin Phoenix? Napoleon was like five four. He's, I mean, that was the average five, six, five, seven. He's not that tall. Mm. He's not that tall in real life. Let's see. What else? Um, during Japan's Edo period, clove oil. God damn, dude. Yeah. Like cloves stink. That stinks. Uh, that stinks yeah. bad. So then uh, in the 1700s, it was like mostly back to saliva again, I guess. Okay. So it broke back. And then sometime in the 18, well, Vaseline was developed in 1872 who is that why don't we cherish that person his more? name is dave vaseline was it really no oh. uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome if it was it looks robert Cheesebro is his name Cheesebro. yeah it's c-h-e-s-e-b-r-o-u-g-h bobby Cheeseboro. and then in the is late it boro or bro bro b-r-o-u there's no extra no there. way dude yeah so then in the late 19th century frederick kipping pioneered the study of a polymer that revolutionized many manufacturing industries and made one of the largest scientific contributions to modern lubricant uh silicone okay hey pop up uh, is that cheese bro yeah i was supposed to see cheese bro there it is look at his eyes he's like yeah. oh i gotta fuck something god that guy looks familiar doesn't he i'm tired of friction yeah man he had a you think he was straight or gay this guy uh a little this a little that bro. all right um then in the 19 somebody we know god damn it it'll come a little bit yeah uh the can't put my finger on 1900s the first commercial production of lube came in uh 1904 when ky jelly was sold as a quote-unquote surgical aid but it didn't take people very long to figure out that you could use it to lube up your butthole as well and it's still great to this day and then crisco was uh in 1911 was was used as well crisco that's a little intense i mean you got to do what you got to do KY is the that's that's the way to go. That's the jam. Now that I get that I go all kinds of shit, like fucking heated, everything else. Uh you looking up cheese, bro? I'm just taking a stroll through his Wikipedia, yeah. you know? Take a peek, sees. Take I mean he's done he's Anna. done a lot for us. So he was obsessed with his invention. I actually remember reading this now. Uh Cheese Bro lived to ninety six years old, key to long life right here, and was such a believer in Vaseline that he claimed to have eaten a spoonful of it every day. No shit. Did he, he just eat it? Now, did he eat it out of the woman's ass? Yeah, or? where was it? Well, yeah, I don't know, man. All probiotic. Right. You think so? That's one of the probiotic surgeries is they will take fecal matter from a healthy person and put it inside of your asshole. You're basically. kidding. Nope. Why? I wish I was kidding. It's, it's, God uh, damn it. Yeah, it keeps the, the stuff moving, you know? There's some things I just don't want to know on this show. He was, like, there's a lot of things. He was also such a believer the in the healing powers of Vaseline that to sell it, he would uh, go around New York uh-huh. and uh, get an audience in front of him. Sure. And then he'd uh, pour acid on his skin and then rub the Vaseline on it to, to show how much it helped ah, healing and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Wow. 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 I mean, at least he fucking believed. Yeah, you got to. I would put the Vaseline on first to then like not have the acid. Oh, look. He was also a tattoo artist on the side. No shit. <laughs> was he really? A man of many talents, this guy. That's amazing. It's amazing. Look, since we're talking about uh, uh, asshole fucking and everything else today, let's go. Let's go further with it. 
Let's go further with it. Uh, this weekend, there's a movie called Bros, which was the first uh, all-gay romantic comedy that came out in theaters in the United States in uh, cinematic history, and it fucking bombed. Mm-hmm. Uh, did terrible. Uh, $4.7 million at the box office. I believe this was Judd Apatow and, uh, and some of those guys. Uh, Billy Eichner. Uh, pull up a picture of Billy Eichner, because um, saying this name might not do it for the audience he, w- he was in a, a tv show called billy on the street well he's in parks and rec mm-hmm. yeah but i billy on the street was probably the first thing he popped off on right no on i think MTV. this is after parks and rec i think he got the show after like being kind of a standout in the late seasons of parts parks and rec okay uh either way that's him right there uh very annoying guy i would say like did you ever see billy on the street it was really it, I fucking annoying. So I hated I. it. He just runs up and yells at people, which yes. he also does in Parks and Rec. Is that John Hamm? It is John yeah. Hamm. Yeah. So it got to man. a point towards the end where they were bringing on like celebrities and shit like that. He's the lead of this movie, and I believe he helped write it as well. And uh, he went on his Twitter, if you want to pull that up, Bob, um, and he proceeded to blame uh, straights for not going to see the movie and said uh, that there was probably some form of homophobia in the southern states, essentially. And, uh, and he blames straights for not going to see this film, which is why it bombs. Well, he's half right. Which, what, why would a straight person want to watch this? That's what I don't get. I, that, was, that was my first thought when I, when I read this story. I, I mean, was no like, offense, but I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, Bob, you want to read that aloud? Yeah, uh, so, well, here, I'll read the whole thread. Yeah. Uh, Last night, I snuck in and sat in the back of a sold-out theater playing bros in L.A. Uh, The audience howled with laughter start to finish, burst into applause at the end, and some were wiping away tears uh, as they walked out. It was truly magical. Really, I am very proud of this movie. Rolling Stone already has bros on the list of best comedies of the 21st century. Oh, boy. What's also true is that at one point, a theater chain called Universal and said they were pulling the trailer because of the gay content. Universal convinced them not to. America, fuck yeah, et cetera, et cetera. That's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Even with glowing reviews, great Rotten Tomato scores, an A cinema score, etc. Straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros, and that's disappointing, but it is what it is. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. You will have a blast, and it is special and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on the big screen, especially for queer folks who don't get this opportunity often. I love this movie so much. Go bros. Yeah. So... People are uh, enraged by this, and uh, straight people are saying the same thing of like, why the fuck should I go see your movie? If it isn't for me mm-hmm. or about me, why do you need me to go and see this movie? And, and I'm with them. Um, I have a different opinion on why this movie bombed. Well, everybody on Twitter right now just says gays and straight people coming together to shit on Billy Eichner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone it's, is. Also, it's Billy, like, he's an unlikable character actor is really fucking unlikable and i actually wanted to see this movie like just out of pure curiosity and i will probably still watch it when it streams for free and i can give him as little money as possible but like fuck man this is like a vanity complaint this is like you don't get my you like i'm too special for you like i'm and you don't understand how great i am this should have changed he's mad that this movie didn't like change the world yeah and and he doesn't get to be celebrated but but the other part of this which is what we talk about on this show all the time of like with transgender and and gay or non-binary and all this other shit it gets so much media attention but according to gallup um only 5.6 
percent of the U.S. adult population uh, is gay, bisexual, transgender, or lesbian, right? 5.6% total. Now, when you make a, a big studio film like that, and I heard the budget was right around $30 million, uh, for something like this, and then you have P&A, uh, which is press and, and news and you know, all the fun stuff that comes along with it, we usually sink maybe $20 million into that, twenty-five, dollars uh, probably because Apatow's involved. So this movie will never make its money back. I mean, this is a colossal bomb, and then it'll go straight to streaming you know, on HBO or, or wherever it's going to go. But when you make a movie... For a very, very small percentage of the population, yeah. what are you shocked about is what I don't <laughs> well, get. I think it's, you know, it's th- this is a misunderstanding of what a film or a book or whatever really is. The, a so-called straight r- rom-com, it's not about the straightness or the fucking courtship or any of that shit. It's about like every other film ever. It's about narrative, about A, B and C plots, about things fucking making sense about it being, uh, having continuity about character development, mystery and discovery, whatever it is, but it's not about it being gay. So he shouldn't have built it like that. Right. Right. Cause a lot of people aren't going to watch it, but not because they don't like gay people because, Oh, that's not, that's not for me. Mm hmm. Right, that I don't. I'm not going to learn anything from this or whatever the fuck. It's just like, what 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 am I going to find in common with two gay dudes fucking running around town doing whatever the fuck they're doing? Exactly, and and like you take uh, like rom coms uh, as a whole. Also, actually, to go back real quick mm. yeah. to his comment, I assume we're probably a less homophobic country than in 2005. Mm? For oh example, yeah, yeah, when Brokeback Mountain came out, yeah, 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 and grossed 200 million. Exactly, mm. I, that movie, I, dude. I remember it crossing 100 domestically. And it was massive. And they had right around the same budget, roughly. Um, there wasn't a lot going on. You shot it on the side of a fucking mountain, hombre. Like, very, very cheap budget for that. I mean, a lot of this... Zero lube budget. Yeah. None. Clearly, yeah. yeah. None. A lot of this could also be just that you can't make money on comedy anymore. I, so I don't... I, I, here's my guess for this movie. Um, one, you have an unlikable lead. Um, yeah. I mean, completely unlikable uh, as, as an actor. Um, and as a person, his interviews fucking suck. Um, uh, two, his co-lead, who ends up playing his boyfriend in the movie, I don't know his name either. Um, uh, I know they wanted to use... He's a, he, I don't know his name, but I've seen so many movies he's in because he is a very big Hallmark star. Oh, really? He is all over Hallmark. He's I don't a, watch a lot of Hallmark movies. I don't understand how you're even a straight man. With the Hallmark movies, you and think f- it's I, it's because I'm a straight man yes. that I've seen Hall- yes. a million Hallmark you need to movies. Take so, a, you have to take a stand. I've not seen any of these things. Oh uh, well, hang on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna saki this. I'm gonna gen saki this yeah. and circle back to the second point of this of why this movie didn't do well. So rom coms in general are a very very tough genre to crack. Mm. Um, they didn't used to be, but then they kind of got rid of them altogether. And a lot of people are like, I don't understand why do they get rid of rom-coms? It's because you're depending on a lady to take a dude to the movies. Otherwise, you're probably losing 50% of that audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is football or, or whatever sport it is for, for dudes traditionally. Um, trying to get somebody out to the theater, you've got to bring out heavy hitters, which will lead me to the next one. There is a romantic comedy coming out for the first time in like fucking eight nine months i think the uh sandra bullock channing tatum movie uh was the last one uh but this one is george clooney and julia roberts you had to call two of the biggest stars in hollywood 
and the rom-com queen, mm-hmm. arguably, to come back and get a movie funded to go out to the masses. Same way with Channing Tatum and, uh, and Sandra Bullock. Billy Eichner and whoever the fucking Hallmark guy is, that's not going to do it for you. That's not going to be the, the, <clears throat> the people that bring asses to the seats. I mean, he made an indie film, and he's mad that fucking people didn't go see it. Uh, yes, essentially. I mean, even though they had a big budget, like, like a studio Well, movie. it was $25 million. It wasn't a huge budget. But that's pretty goddamn big. I mm. mean, that's, uh, that's Pineapple Express. Was, for for was a that, comedy, that's a lot of money. It is. Bring back Michael Sarah. It is. <sighs> Would you want him to play the gay guy? Yeah. Well, that would have been fun. I wasn't playing But the whole thing of the movie, though, was we're using only gay actors mm. for the entire movie, only gay crew members, which sounds like it's against the law, but it's not in Hollywood. Um, and then you're shocked that nobody wanted to see it when it only goes to 5.6% of Americans really give a shit about it. It's I, not well, like, I'm sorry. 5.6% homosexual people, but I don't think lesbians were out watching this either. I don't right? either. So uh, you're yes. like... Correct. It's like 2.7%. Maybe, Correct. You know what I mean? Um, and now gays online, because I read all those They're Twitter. dragging him. They hate him because he was like, hey, dude, I guess the marketing was all built towards straight people. And they were like, you didn't cater to us anyways, motherfucker. You were trying to make a mainstream romantic mm. comedy, and you did not cater to a gay crowd. And so all the gays are like, fuck you, Billy. I didn't see any of the marketing. Uh, exactly. See, that's weird. I've heard that complaint a lot. Look, I don't even know what this movie was. I, it's, I guess it says something about my algorithm. That, oh uh, yeah, it I, sure does. <laughs> sure does, Bob. That's a, sure, the fuck it does. Says, it right. says something about your rectal integrity. Yeah, How many of these ads you got? <laughs> we should have just named this show Rectal Integrity. We still can. Yeah, we still can. We still Rob's can. Rectal Integrity. Uh, but it, so I saw. Let's see. I saw three. Three pieces of of, uh, of press for it that were pretty big. One was during the finale of The Bachelor at because uh, my wife watches that, and again, you're going for the straight audience mm-hmm. there on a rom com in that one. Uh, one was on Good Morning America, which is pretty traditional. Like most of the lead actor and Billy Eichner was on there, and most of the lead actors go and do that show to promote uh, to the world because a lot of people are watching that show in the morning. Um, and then the third one was. No, I can tell you where where I saw him doing promotional. Where at? Uh, fucking Fox NFL Sunday. <laughs> Shut the fuck. That up. might not have been the best marketing spend. <laughs> really? Name. Yeah. Wow. The Fox pregame show. He was on. He did like a quick like types of NFL bros to promote. Bro, the movie I mean bros. that. That honestly, I'm not sure why gay men would go watch this either because they're not really huge. I, all the fucking gay dudes I know, they don't watch romantic comedy. They watch like the fucking Golden Girls and shit like that. They they watch like women do stuff, but not gay dudes. I don't know. It's kind of weird to be honest. Like it's not weird in the sense that I don't understand why it's like that. Mm-hmm. But ask if you run into a gay dude, uh, like if you see Rob out on the street somewhere, ask him if he likes the True. Golden Girls. Yeah, he loves it. Estelle Getty was his favorite. She also did nine eleven. Well, I think Rose is most of their favorites because all gay males are sluts. At least that's how. Oh the, yeah, Rue McClanahan. Yeah, that's how the whatever Ooh. the fuck. She's a fun one. That's how yeah, the stereotype goes. But yeah, it's like Broadway, Golden Girls. It's not. It's not Matthew McConaughey and romantic comedies. Well, it, it used to be Matthew McConaughey. No, I'm saying comedy. that's not what gay dude. Oh right, right, right. right. The, that, that's not the audience for that. Correct. It's fucking women who drag their fucking. Women who drag men who are trying to get laid to see that. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. So I was trying to think on the drive here of who would have been great in that movie that could have led that movie to success um, if you're using two gay guys. 
I think Matthew Bomer would have been great for that lead role. Good looking dude. He was on that fucking USA show that you love. Suits. Yeah. Was it? It was Suits, right? Yeah. Burn yeah. notice he, or one of those fucking things. He's a, he could have been the boyfriend. I think Neil Patrick Harris would knock this out the park. He oh, still looks every, young enough no, to do it. N- every yes. The yes. difference is. Nobody gives a fuck that Neil Patrick Harris or Matt Bomber or Bomber, any of yeah. these guys are gay. There are actors who happen to be gay. Well, that was the Billy whole. Agner, that was the premise of it. I know, but Man, I, that, that this, this is the point that I'm making. Those guys are actually good actors. Billy Eichner is a catty gay dude who's trying to his the catty gayness is his identity, right? And that's what he does to act. He's not actually acting. He's just being himself. Yeah, he's I playing mean, the yeah. character. Of yeah. his his scenes in Parks and Rec are like unwatchable. Yeah, like he grew I up agree. from that. I it's can't, super cringe. I agree. I I, and I didn't it. like Billy on the street either. Um, and then the other one, I would have put uh, Hugh Jackman in there. Like you put Hugh Jackman in that movie, you're good to go. He's like not, as a he's gay not, man, he's not going to do that though because he's not. He's been hiding his gayness for ninety years. No, I get it, I get it. But if it was like Hugh Jackman and John Travolta, if they were allowed to be who they wanted to be, then you've got a fucking banger of a box office hit probably on your hands. Um, but uh, you know, instead it bombs, and now he's blaming the rest of America for not going to see his movie. Like, right? The math on that is. Uh I did it earlier because I was like, this is insane. 4.8 million is nothing, be- be- oh, especially yes. with how much tickets cost today. Yeah. So average ticket price, $13. Got to assume it's like 20 in LA. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, LA, it's up there. San Francisco, yeah. New York, all those got to be like... Even if t- I'm going to Evo down the street here, Evo Cinemas down there, right? Um, I'm looking at, if I go to just a, a late night showing... It's thirteen dollars, you know. Yeah. So, so AMC's average price is thirteen. So okay. basically, talking like mall, movie theaters, whatever. That's about three hundred and sixty-nine thousand people went to see well, the movie. That's sixty-nine is important. Isn't uh, it? Yeah, it is. Proud of you, Bob. But uh, it's probably less than even that. So yeah. no, nobody fucking saw it. No. No. Also, but like, is that really that bad? Like, that was opening weekend. What do you think? Break, break in another five. That's ten. Recouped half the budget already. Wait, what? what when? It's what? not recouping another five. No, that's not making another five. It's, it's not, only going to go down now. Well, they now people are pissed. So they've made five. Yeah, so I figured it's going to stay another three weeks, two weeks. I don't know that it goes to next weekend. It depends on what's coming out next weekend. I know there's a child's movie because you know usually theatrical movies, shit, they give them a couple weeks, three weeks tops before they go to streaming. Here's why. Remember that Bradley Cooper movie, which was fucking awesome, by the way, that came out over Christmas, uh, the Nightmare Alley movie. Really, really fucking great film. It made 2.8 opening weekend, and they pulled it from theaters. That following Monday, it was done, and that was it. Sold the streaming rights, hopefully get something back later. Yeah, like, Correct. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe it becomes a cult classic at some point, but the way streaming works these days, Billy Eichner is not going to see hey, that money. I'm saying no. this right now. Go get your Blu-ray copies of the 4K director's cut of Bros. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> keeping those for a, a keepsake later. Boy. Man, dude. But uh, wh- you know who else would have been good? Jonathan Groff, that dude from Mindhunter, the main actor in Mindhunter. Have you seen that series? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. If you have a, is just, he gay? Uh, yeah, in real okay. life, he's okay. gay. But he's not not on the not on that particular movie. It's a movie or a TV show on Netflix about the two dudes that started the serial killer profiling program at the FBI. Okay. You, I'm surprised that Jesse hasn't made you watch it. It's one of the better ones. It's it like. As far as series that surround fucking serial killers and shit, this is probably the best one that okay. exists. So right. look into that. Anyways, he would have been better. Anybody that actually knows how to act. Right? Yeah. Like you make a shitty yeah. fucking yeah. movie yeah. with a cheesy Hallmark actor and your completely incompetent ass. 
Yeah. You know, fucking didn't work, must be homophobic. Crazy. Crazy. And then us saying the straights let, let us down, like, no. What? Why Why were we supposed to go and pay fucking money for yeah. your movie? I didn't ask you to go pay money for any of my movies, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Um, they did what they did. There's nothing you can do about that. It's, it's up to the world. We don't. We have nothing to do with that whatsoever. Uh, and trying to force people to go see it, because it's like Bob said, a lot of people online are pissed off now, yeah. and now they don't want to see it because well, of these comments. I wouldn't have anyways, but I'm definitely not going to see it now. No, I'm right. with Bob. I'll, I'll wait to, till streaming, and then I'll give an honest review. Now, the good news about that is it'll be there in two weeks. Right. So yeah. I'll get to see it in two I weeks. I mean, I read like a synopsis, and it seemed like there was some potentially funny material in there. But like, yeah, I mean, now I'm just like, dude, I don't want to fucking support anything you do at all. And I would barely like you in the first place. Like, yeah. Like, if it was NPH, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll, let's, let's go. All but, in for NPH all day anywhere. I'll go, I'll watch whatever that guy's in. He's fucking great. Uh, he even did this great kids show for Netflix, which was fucking awesome. Lemony Snicket. Uh, man, that thing was unbelievable. NPH is the fucking truth. It's a pretty mm. famous character. Uh, yeah. yeah. A series of an unfortunate event. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, Weren't they supposed to get another season of that? It was really expensive. And like, I don't know if he wanted to put the time into it, um, but he was so fucking good. Uh, but, but the kids loved it. Don't tease us like that. I know. Six seasons is a movie. I know. Speaking of which, community's getting the movie. Well, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, everybody's kind of going for this last, last uh, cash grab. Are you a community fan? I've never seen it. Okay. Um, what about you, Bob? Uh, yeah, I didn't watch after it was like canceled or moved to Yahoo or whatever the fuck. But uh-huh. yeah, I liked, I liked community back in the day, for sure. Can you explain the pace of the show? Because somebody told me one time it was like uh, Gilmore Girls with super rapid fire lines and stuff and i'm not into that uh abed talks really rapidly the rest are i think it's relatively normal pace. Compa- yeah compare it to another show it's hard to because each episode was individually unique and they used to do like one-offs which were fucking crazy episodic yeah but yeah like the, the Parks tone wreck at a community college with dan Harmon. yeah it's the rick and morty creator mm-hmm. um I mean, it's more, it's, it's not a, what do you call it? It's not a mockumentary st- shot. It's just like a regular sitcom um, mm-hmm. in terms of like single cam, whatever. Three camera. No, it's single yeah, cam. Yeah, single, single cam, cam yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was shots. Mm. Uh, and like, look, that's why Chevy Chase was bitching about it. Um, because with a single camera, that takes time. Yeah. Uh, it takes whereas, fucking, you got to shoot every scene like oh, yeah. five times. Three yeah. camera, you just shoot on a Friday night. You're good to go. You're in and out. And- so here's an example of some of the camera work. Uh, they have an elaborate paintball fight in the school at the season finale of season one and season two. Uh, one of the, uh, Shirley is laying dead and the crane, there's a crane shot just pulling over her and tilting as she's laying dead to like symbolize some of those old westerns yeah. in a parody yeah which probably took a, a day and a half to shoot that itself kind yeah of thing, that, so. th- it was look they did some extravagant shit on there it's a great show yeah well, a lot of people loved it so now they're doing a movie they've asked for a movie they're gonna do it but donald glover and chevy chase aren't doing it so mm. what's the fucking point I don't know that that show was wildly popular though. I remember it was. hearing it about. Oh yeah, it yeah, it was on Thursday night. It was right after. I think it was right after Parks and Rec. Right. I, right I mean, before that, it? that was the lineup. With, was at one point at NBC was uh, the Office, Parks Rec, Community, and Thirty Rock. Like it was a fucking insane lineup. Yeah, it was. There was no were, better two hours of comedy. Yeah, it ever. was like I would get to the bars late I on mean, a Thursday night in college because those fucking shows were on. That that Thursday night block though was good for fucking thirty years on there friends cosby show all that other shit like those guys owned 
that Thursday and then, night for two hours. And then once 10 hit, hours. you switched over and you watched uh, Thursday Night Smackdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then after that was the rerun of Star Trek Voyager. Well, no, that's where you lost me, friend. That's where you lost me. Although you will like the new Star Trek, uh, Tarantino's directing it. So it's going to be fucking wild. By Hopefully the way. he brings back Seven of Nine. Don't know what that means. She's the hot robot. Okay. She's the uh, that blonde chick that was married to that congressman that was always doing weird shit. That's you just yeah. Every they were one they, of them. no. They were like every congressman. Uh, fuck, were they from Minnesota or some shit? I don't remember. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me look it up. What what weird shit were they doing? Together? Uh, swinging and fucking really. And it, there there appeared to be some level of abuse going on, but him or her, uh, you know, and abuse of funds. Well, for the swinging. Brett Favre is going through that right now. Well, not swinging, but yeah, he's going through an abuse of funds right now. So Jack Ryan was his name, which <laughs> really <laughs> it was Illinois. Yeah, he he was a candidate. He never he was an investment banker who was a candidate. Pop up Jack Ryan. Let's see what this guy looks like. I have a uh, an image in my mind. Her name is Jerry Ryan. Do you remember? You don't remember that actress? Oh yes. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. He was married to her. Yeah, he's the one that he was the Republican running against Barack Obama for that Senate seat. Jerry Ryan? No, no, no. Her husband. No, I know. Yeah. But she's fucking hot, dude. She was really hot. Yeah, I guess Seven of Nine is probably not her most famous. Oh, role. my God. I, this was pretty close to what I was imagining. I was thinking like a, like a JFK-ish. Uh, not with this kind of permy hair. But uh, yeah, if you're going to land homegirl, that's, yeah, you need, a, you need a big boy thing. And they were swinging, huh? God. I don't remember what all happened. Hold on. Damn it. Dude. So... Uh, Jerry Ryan alleged that Jack Ryan had wanted her to perform sexual acts with him in public sex clubs. That's right. That's what it was. He, wa- she, he wanted her to suck his dick in public at, at weird cages, or I'm sorry, weird clubs with cages and shit in it. And she said no, and then things kind of fucking spiraled from there. No way, dude. Yeah. I think I remember this. What year was that, Bob? Whatever year Obama won that seat, so 2004, I think. Okay. Yeah. No shit, dude. Jerry Ryan. You can't do that to Jerry Ryan. You need to just be happy she's sucking your dick in exactly, private. Exactly, dude. Like, what you, the can't, fuck, man? you can't expect that out in public, dude. She was pretty fucking famous then, too. Like, that's nuts. And I, I mean, I'm assuming that's, that's how Homeboy was getting off, too. That was part of it of like, man, Jerry Ryan's sucking my dick out of the swingers bar in front of all these people. Yeah, pop up that image, Bob. Now, imagine her, her character in Star Trek is a mindless robot-human hybrid. Collective hive mind. I don't need that. I can just picture the real lady because she's right in front of my face. But uh, well, he's just saying, don't need a robot to get off, Giorgio. It's it's what the porn industry calls a free use fantasy. Okay, right? which is you. They just kind of fucking hang out and you can bang them whenever you want. All right, I I understand why you'd want that, Giorgio. Because you want to have your own life and then come home and fuck whenever you want. Yeah. Have you looked at those sex dolls we've been talking about on the show? They're not good enough yet. All right. It'll be there. The technology will be there. How old you'll be, who knows? I need the goggles, too. Why the goggles? I think that technology will get there first. I'm sorry, the goggles? He wants to do VR porn. Oh, I see. I thought you meant like... Oh, got it, got it. I don't know what you meant, actually. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't put goggles on the sex doll. First off, I've said this before on the show, I'm against the sex doll even having eyes. I don't know why we're closing holes on a sex doll. Sure, yeah, those are those are two wide open ones. Well, what if you have the eyes, but they're easily removable? That yeah, way, you get to go through the, the one process. We had, of, the one we had, the one we had, the eyes popped out. Okay, so you could put in different colors, and, and there it came some, with uh, two sets of colors. Uh, yeah, if there is some level of satisfaction from popping somebody's eyes out and fucking the hole. That's you're true. Not gonna lie, yeah, because yeah. you're fucking their brains out. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> See, I'm good on that. 
Well, I know you are, Giorgio. Yeah, you're not picky about your holes. And I know that, friend. I know that. Uh, one more thing I wanted to chat with you about. There's a Supreme Court uh, case that's being decided for social media companies and whether or not they can be sued for hosting and recommending terrorist content. Uh, they're, and they're taking up two cases that challenge their liability protections. And a lot of people are saying if this gets overturned, that it's going to be the end of social media or there'll be an overcorrection of too much shit. Um, do you know about this story? Because people are raging about it right now. Um, it's called the, I think this, what, the C-230 or something like that? Um, it's, this case marks the, the court's first test of broad immunity social media companies, uh, which have enjoyed uh, this provision known as Section 230, part of the 1996 Communications Decency Act. Uh, Section 230 has become a target of conservatives, including Trump, who say it's left-leaning tech companies that are censoring right-wing voices. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the government shouldn't be involved in any of this. Like, the idea that the FCC is allowed to exist and regulate what I can say to other people, regardless of how many people I'm talking to at any given time, is completely asinine. So let me ask you this. Like, on television shows, because this mm -hmm. is a big one. You can't say the word fuck on like mm -hmm. NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, um, CW. Uh, you can't even say shit on those shows. Um, now, basic cable has switched over the years, and little by little, they've been knocking that out. Mm -hmm. If you were used to be after midnight, you could say it, then they bumped it down to 11, then they bumped it down to 10. Now I think it's at nine where you can say certain words. Um, do you agree with that at least? No. Or should, like your favorite show of like Parks and Rec, do you wish they were saying fuck you all the time? Uh, you know, it's in context. There, I've seen shows where uh, they've gone maybe from television to a movie and now they're using more profanity and stuff like that. And it, if it's organic, it's fine. But I actually think that bleeping it is funnier sometimes. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the part that I'm concerned about is that the government has no business involved in any of this shit the government doesn't exist to police what my fragile little fucking ears and terrified little eyes are allowed to consume right it exists to protect against against existential threat fuck off no i don't agree with that so what about with uh, this this terrorism act should people be able to uh, upload pro-terrorism videos well you're committing a crime then right i think so no but that's... Th you're not thinking so that is a crime okay so no they shouldn't be allowed to do that it's pretty e easy to distinguish between a crime and not a crime. Uh, uh, and trying to incite violence, right? Being a known member of gangs or terrorist organizations. Yeah, those are all illegal activities. But when somebody has a divergent political view and you try to use the fear over here to censor me over here, then fuck you. I agree. Um, but with that, then it allows everything else in is what everybody's bitching about. So what? Be a parent. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Jesus Christ. This is, a, this is the fucking latchkey parent argument. These old fucking white-haired pieces of shit that are in charge right now left their kids at home with no supervision and some bad things happen sometimes. And their solution to that, instead of just telling people, hey, you know what? Maybe you should spend some more time at home with your actual fucking children mm -hmm. and don't just hand them fry, french fries and an iPad. Right. Maybe not do that. Their solution, instead of the very basic and obvious solution, is to take away your fucking liberty. Just like it always is. This is why this government is a piece of shit.
Yeah, so uh, right now there's two cases uh, that are coming up here. One is involving Twitter. The other one is involving uh, Google, who owns YouTube. Uh, and so they're going to decide on this. And uh, there's, they're saying it's you know, an enormous importance on there. Um, I guess my question would be if, if they say, hey, it's all open for everybody else, what would that do to the blocks on like all of our channels and Twitter and everything else behind the scenes? Would the government intervene and then pull those blocks <laughs> off of those channels? Well, in Texas, you can sue for stuff like that. Correct, but, but nobody's done it yet. Uh, so, well, there are some lawsuits in progress, but yeah, it's... Um, the question fundamentally that you're asking is when does a private company become ubiquitous enough to become a public utility? Yep. And we're well beyond that. That's what I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so me personally, I would like to see this fucking thing go down. Like but the then I, how do you prove it behind the scenes? Well, the FCC's job, well, s- suing for records is, is what Elon Musk is doing right now. But the, mm-hmm. FC, the FCC's job should be to make sure that no powerful actor inside of media publication and distribution stops other people from publishing and distributing what they want. That should be their job. Right. Protecting the little from the big. Not protecting... Uh, the little from scary ideas that doesn't that's fucking bullshit because then the powerful just publish whatever the fuck they want yeah and that becomes reality uh and the interesting part of this that's happening right now is is what you just said that elon musk is actually going through this right now and how much is going to come out during the trial um i found i found it interesting that the leaked text messages were all like celebrities and shit like that and didn't really have anything to do with the case. I guess they were trying to make him look bad. To me, I thought the texts were hilarious, and I really didn't care. I was yeah, like, same. It kind of reminds you of, do you remember like, um, I don't know, three weeks ago when Trump was a fucking terrorist that stole a bunch of classified info and tried to sell it to Russia? Right, right. Nothing. <laughs> it's gone. Nobody's mentioned that shit in two weeks now. <laughs> Not a fucking word, except for every now and again. Like, remember when we accused Trump of that? That was rough. Yeah. yeah. Still pretending like any of it is reality. No, they're still talking about this shit. Yeah, so fucking sure stupid. They sure are. It'll be fun to watch. Uh, this decision should come down in the next week or so, they're saying. So uh, you know how these things work. It'll probably be dumped on a Friday, mm-hmm. and then there'll be a meltdown about it. I just wonder if it does go through, who's going to enforce these companies from not doing it? Because wouldn't you love to know all the shit that was on the back end of ours and everything yeah. else? Well, the most interesting thing that I saw in any of Elon Musk's text messages were the conversations between him and Jack Dorsey where he said that the whatever new social media platform comes to fruition, it needs to be it needs to be a program, not a company. Right. Because a company's just gonna try to make money. And profit motive and information sharing like that can only lead in one direction. Where people use the information sharing to make profit and then use that profit to limit the information sharing of everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Right. Uh, Bob, I just texted you a picture. If you could put this on screen. Um, I have never seen anything like this. Uh, this happened. So I got my, my fan page deleted on Facebook. Um, it had, I don't know, 40,000 followers, whatever. Nothing crazy. Um, but it got deleted. There was no reason behind it. Uh, there was a listener out there who hit up our social media uh, chick, Danny, and said, hey, let me look into this. I know some people over at uh, Meta, and we can look up. Uh, and see what happened to your accounts. Um, and, I, and they're claiming that it never existed and everything else. And they were like, if you can provide screenshots, it'd be great. I go, yes. 
we used to uh, uh, advertise like movie trailers and things on. I was like, I have the receipts for that. Um, so what they did was combined it into my personal page as the same <clears throat> URL that the old one had. And they're like, see, this is your account. This has always been your account. I was like, no, motherfucker. I had this other one or whatever, right? Um, now, I'm the only person who can see this. Like the audience uh, or whoever's on my Facebook can't see it. Um, and if you read what it says there, it says... Uh, your post will be moved lower in the feed for 20 days, account restricted. I've never seen this before or heard of this. Like, to just say the quiet part out loud now is kind of shocking to me where it's like, oh, hey, we're going to move this down the feed. It's always been moved down mm -hmm. the feed. I knew that. Um, but I don't really understand why that's a, a big hindrance of like, oh, no, what people aren't going to see. That's a personal page. It's mm -hmm. not a fan page or anything else. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's just saying all your content, like they'll they'll move down certain content that they find not in adherence to their guidelines. This is just saying all of your content will now be just be pushed to the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and not that I care. Nobody really uses Facebook that much, except for like private groups. I don't mm -hmm. know if you're any different. Private groups for drinking bros and sports and all that stuff. That's the only thing that I, I really use on a, uh, a semi regular basis. The rest of it, man, I post once in a blue moon. I think they connected my Instagram to the Facebook page, so maybe Instagram pictures go there, but um, that's about it. I mean, it's a dying company right now, um, but to put this on there and say, hey, we're going to move all your shit down what, for 20 days down to the bottom of the feed on a personal page, it's pretty self-righteous. If I was the person to be like, no, my the things that I write and say are so important, they need to be at the top of the feed. That's not a deterrent for me. Like, I don't really give a fuck. Well, um, for a personal page, yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense. Yeah, for a personal but, page? What do you care? I mean, that, but that's how the algorithm works, right? That's how they shut people out of things. You tag somebody as uh, problematic. I yeah. mean, what, what, what does uh, Scientology call them? The something, sea orcs? No, it's a something person. Like a, uh, it's like disassociative. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, but with that, like, again, on a personal page... Who cares? It's like what, you know, I, I should be a normal person Sup like everybody else on a personal page. Suppressive. What are you posting baby photos and you're going to send those all the way down to the bottom of the page or something like suppressive okay. person. That's what it's called. But that's the, that's the ideology they're using here, right? So it's a hierarchical structure for filtering information. It's, it's, uh, there's a thousand messages per day and your face can only take in a hundred of them. So they get to decide which hundred it's going to be. That's hilarious. dude. Mm -hmm. um, so my question is, I guess if this goes through, will it prevent shit like this from happening? No, not at all. <laughs> you think they'll still be able to just block and do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's their property. They can do whatever they want until somebody declares it a public utility. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So what you're saying is if this Supreme court case goes through, Somebody else would then have to pass a bill where all of these become public utilities on top of it. Mm -hmm. I got it. Okay. Now this makes a little bit more sense. Uh, but for me, you know, looking at the numbers of Facebook and everything else with it uh, dropping off, what has he lost? $81 billion, I think. Uh, didn't stop him from renting out UFC on Saturday night, which we'll talk about on uh, Drinking Bros Sports right after this. But uh, when you've lost that much money, don't you want as many eyeballs on your platform as you could possibly get now at this point? None of this really makes sense to me. And I know what it was, by the way. It was a, because they, the other bullshit part of this is like they put Washington Post articles <clears> in my feed that day. <throat> and I was like, motherfucker, I don't, 
no like i don't i don't fucking read any of this shit like um get this out of my fucking feed it was a guy a vegan who lit his he lit himself on mm-hmm. fire on a tennis court or whatever i think we talked about it a week ago uh and i just said in the comments section let him burn like what's if that's what he wanted let's just let the guy burn and that was the comment that they were like this is destructive and i was like no the the picture is a guy lit on fire who voluntarily lit himself on fire on fire to support uh, vegans or something and i was like let him fucking burn like did, that's what he wanted did he ask vegans before that to see if that would matter to them because <laughs> that seems like a critical error in that process <laughs> All of it is so fucking dumb that you're like, all right. The reason sweet, by man. the reason that uh, he doesn't care or seem to care about Facebook is because he doesn't care about Facebook, right? Facebook is and always has been, in the same way that Twitter was, and uh, Dorsey just didn't realize it at the time, a means of gathering information, mm-hmm. right? Photographs, videos, uh, demographic information, psychographic, like how people think in long form over years, right. right? It's collected all that data and these it's just an AI platform. Face, Facebook is like the first three years of an AI platform, basically. It's, they're collecting data. Mm. That's it. It's all it is. Same thing with Twitter. Yeah. It's all it is. You, you're, and you're TikTok. Co- you're collecting, no, I don't know about TikTok, but you're just collecting information on how people think, how they interact with one another, uh, what's socially acceptable and what's not, right? That's That's really what it's about. So- He's doing that in Meta, right? Elon, right? Elon Musk, the only reason he's buying Twitter is to punch it into his fucking AI robots that he just debuted. That's it. The robot sucked, by the way. It's not to be your fucking hero. He doesn't care about free speech. I didn't like the robot, by the way. It was mm. boring. It didn't do anything. It was real slow and janky. Boston Dynamics is 15 years, 20 years ahead of that fucking guy. The robot came out all fucking slow and janky. Uh, it looked cool. Bob, do you have a pic of uh, Elon Musk robot? Is it important to you that the robot appear as human as possible you know i think just based on like westworld and all the shit we're Mm -hmm. seeing uh yes like this was i i I think that was part of it too but it was just disappointing looking this looks like short circuit movie short circuit i think it's intentional you do yeah i don't i frankly an ethicist probably would not want a a robot that looked exactly like people Right, because mm-hmm. then the lines between people and machines start to blur a little bit. But isn't that kind of where we're headed anyway? So, like, if it was if, like Elon Musk, for example, I I personally love um, because he's invented a lot of cool shit and everything else. Right, I would have thought more out of this fucking robot than what we saw. Yeah, but that's just the fucking inside of the robot, right? If I took all your, if I vivisected you and put you on display here, it's going to be a bunch of bones and fucking meat and shit. You know so I mean? that's not the final product, right there. No, that's just not. the inside of it. Yeah. All right. But the way it moves, I think I don't know that it. Well, first of all, you're making a huge assumption that the way human beings move is the most efficient way to do it. That's not true. You, like the, uh, the no, the Boston Dynamics dogs, the ones that are on all fours. Those things can fucking fly. Yeah, but they, that's that's a specific machine des- designed to do a very specific thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, but uh, conservation of energy. So, if you hang a string from the ceiling and put a, a bowling ball on it, and you pull it back, right, all the way to your nose and release it, it will not hit your nose again when it comes back. It's conservation of energy. There's a mathematical formula that says it won't have enough energy left to come back to me unless it has some kind of propellant or something else. We think the way we move is somehow efficient. It's not. The way we move is the worst way to move. Yeah, I agree. Like, go to a point and stop and then go to another point. You don't, if, you're a, if you're mechanized especially, you don't have to regain momentum the way we do. 
right? Because it's not using momentum. It's using fucking literal like pneumatic power or something like that. So don't get too caught up in the way it fucking, if it looks robotic when it walks, it's intentional because it works better. That's uh, Boston Dynamics dog who was doing box jumps. Mm-hmm. Now, I was impressed by that shit. The agility is cool, yeah. Like, you should... The, the later version of this will be at more agile for sure, but uh, people get... Well, we're not trying to recreate human beings here. We're trying to build a better tool. So, Which is all fours, dude. Yeah. It should be four legs. Uh, not necessarily. There's good... Like, there's, there's a reason that we're the dominant species on Earth and we're bipedal, right? Well, but it's because of our brains and we, we're able to use guns. We're like a puma can't fucking use a bazooka we were the dominant species on this planet a long time before guns came around what about dinosaurs we never existed at the same time as them it was not cavemen come on man this isn't the fucking flintstones man. Uh, that's, no. that's my only example that's all i got modern human dna is about two hundred fifty thousand years old uh and the dinosaurs have been gone for 60 million years okay i mean to you loch ness monster's still there yeah it's real Platypus is still there, sea well, turtles, alligators. Technically, you know. uh, birds are, are somewhat close to send it, but yeah, modern reptiles are small dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't take down a fucking alligator, you know? I mean, with yeah, a handgun. No, we, we, we routinely kill alligators for fun. With, with guns and shit, though. But if it you was a one-on-one one no, You don't need a gun. You just need a piece of barbed metal and some chicken. I, I mean, I understand that, but yeah. like... If it was a one-on-one fight, dude, you versus an alligator, you're not winning that. Oh, yeah, I'll win. No. Yeah. How? It can't jump. Where would you jump to? I'll fucking dunk on it. (laughs) Jackass. (laughs) We got some listeners here in the studio for Drinking Bro of the Week. Are you allowed to come up? Yeah. Come on up. Come on up on the show. There you go. The The other two had to leave. Did they really? Yeah. Where did they go? I don't know. The airport probably. They were getting rocked. Yeah. They were getting rocked off hard AF seltzers. Uh, welcome to the show, friend. Put the mic about an inch from your mouth. There you go. Put the black rifle gear on. Yeah, dude. Is that a Texas flag up there? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, put it about an inch from your mouth. There you go. Kingsville. Kingsville? Yeah. Uh, what's your full name? Jose Omero Cantu. There it is. Look at that. Dude. My slave name. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> what's your slave country <laughs> mexico oh, is it really yeah. that's funny yeah. uh how long you been here um we just got in today nice here, yeah but we're staying in san antonio oh, okay great did you go down to black rifle and all that stuff um yeah usually we do go okay right on but no not not yesterday we just went out and partied right on uh what do you do for a living i work for the guberbent yeah you work for the government yeah congratulations are you really Oh shit! Congratulations. How ba- how bad is it down there? Um, I mean it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we traffic, get traffic we get videos moved. all the time. Yeah, and sorry to interrupt you. We get no. videos sent to us all the time. We play them on the show. I don't know if you're able to watch the video show of this, but we've played them on the show. Um, in all honesty, how 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 bad is it really down there? Um, I mean it's out, it's out of control. Yeah, is it? Yeah, everything everything is shifting though west westbound right now. So it's by El Paso, and it'll probably shift even further west. Oh, really? Like, where at? Uh, New Mexico, Arizona. Okay. Yeah. So everything's shifting that way right now. Why, why is that? Do you know? Heat? I don't know. No, it could, be, it could be either cartels, or it could be um, uh, the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, people are being released over there. So people are being sent back over here. 
So they'll start moving that way. Okay, gotcha. Um, in your estimate, uh, how much money would it take to solve our, our border crisis? I have no idea. Really? Yeah, I have no idea. Billions of dollars? I, I, I guess it just depends, like, who's in power. Because whenever Trump was in power, mm-hmm. man, we weren't doing anything. We are at a standstill. There was nothing coming through. No nothing. shit? Yes, nothing. Why was I mean, that? You, you have, because even, even before he came into power, like, the, you know, word, word of mouth was, um, hey, he's, he's going to put us in jail. Um, we're all going to get deported. <clears throat> so uh, they just, they slowly stopped coming in. There was, there was a small, inf- well, there was a huge influx, obviously, before him during Obama's administration. But um, once, once he came in, it just. No it just shit. Died. Yeah. They, they were blaming it on the, uh, on the, um, on the cartels, but no, that wasn't it. <laughs> really? Yeah, it wasn't it. They were just, they were just afraid. And sure enough, it, people who were coming in were being, were being uh, prosecuted really yeah okay and i mean prosecuted is just time served yeah but they they do they do get deported with the felony so okay right on um and now that all went to shit did it change overnight yeah did it really yeah so like as soon as biden got in everybody was like well fuck it we can just go and then they're not going to do anything that's crazy and is then nobody's been down there to visit like that's real kamala harris or none of those guys i don't i don't work the um i don't work the border okay um they get a lot of they get a lot of special guests down there and we don't hear about it every once in a while they'll they'll come up so i work at a checkpoint okay and it's uh it's a good ways from the uh from the border but every, every once in a while those those they'll they'll do their tours down there and then they'll come up and and just kind of tour the checkpoint all right shit man uh what about the wall how legit is that um you know obviously trump ran on it he wanted to build the wall how effective would that have been it's just a force multiplier. So, I mean, it's just, it's just another, th- another thing that slows them down, right? So, and psychologically, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're pretty big. Have you been down there? I haven't been down there. Who is just down there? Brian Arlacher was uh, and sent us some photos in from the uh-huh. border of, of how big the wall was, and it was fucking massive. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because um, he's a big dude. And it, I mean, it was huge, yeah. uh, this thing, but he wasn't obviously allowed to complete it down there. Would that have helped? No, man. I, I, don't, I don't think so, because even, even when they first started putting it up, mm-hmm. we had some videos um, where they were taking like these big jacks, putting them under, and just jacking up the whole thing up, the cartels, and just driving through, and, and uh, I mean, they... they, they adapt and overcome right they'll find ways to they're they're real real ingenious yeah they'll find ways to to do it like they had they had some uh <clears throat> tra- they, they have some trucks with with big ramps on them and they'll just drive up and and drive drive vehicles over no shit yeah so how how could we stop it then um with legalizing like uh, uh drugs would that do it for example if we legalize weed coke all that other stuff like what would prevent it I have no idea. Maybe just again, like more help, more personnel, more no, bodies not, not down person, there. Not personnel, but uh, enforcing the laws. Okay, because that's that's what we started doing when Trump was was in administration. We started enforcing the laws that that uh we weren't enforcing before. Okay, 
Um, that's crazy. Uh, we've never had a fucking Border Patrol a- agent on the show before. And uh, it's cool to hear it because we get all the videos and we usually pop them up. We support you guys. Uh, now's the point in the show we get to the Drinking Bro of the Week, which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today. Who would you like to give the Drinking Bro of the Week to? My wife. Okay, awesome. Is she here? Yeah. yeah she's oh, is that her? <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Cheers. What's her name? Karen. Hey, what's up, Karen? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's got to be weird for you, right? You grow up your whole <laughs> life with the name Karen, and then all of a sudden, just pops up like you know, eight years ago. Like, don't be a Karen, yeah. you know. You're married to a Karen. I'm married to a Karen. <laughs> She's not a Karen, though. She's not. <laughs> you guys party together? Everything's cool. Yeah. Yesterday we went out, and uh, <laughs> what did that guy tell you? He's like, "What's the name of the order, Karen? Oh, you want to talk to my manager too?" <laughs> <laughs> oh has to hear it all the time <laughs> yeah has to hear it all the time it would be like if my name was chad you know people would be like oh yeah let's go chad you want a monster you want a monster energy drink you some drywall yeah um kyle is that what you want kyle yeah but chad or kyle would have been bad fuck i'd change it i think I'd go i'd go by a different nickname or something yeah um karen you're fine though at least you're age appropriate if, if you were young that's a long life you know like super young like eight years old and then you're like oh shit what am i gonna do now uh, how long have you been listening to the show? Um, right around when COVID hit. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Oh, we hear a lot of that, actually. Yeah. Um, everybody, you know, when Hollywood shut down, we decided to go uh, Monday through Friday because everybody was like, dude, we got nothing to do. So we ended up doing it, and uh, we picked up a bunch of listeners uh, through it. Uh, do you listen to it every day? Yeah, I try to. Yeah, okay. I, I try and catch up as well, like, throughout the week. Usually, I'll, I'll listen to it at work. Well, I'll try and listen to it at work, but uh, working day shit is real hectic sure yeah so. yeah well cheers um help yourself to some hard af seltzer we got another show coming up here on drinking bros sports if you're on the old youtube go ahead and head over there uh and then go uh to the top right hand corner you'll see a bell there click that bell and allow notifications uh from youtube to come to your phone uh you have to go inside your phone now with apple and uh, actually slide the notifications over to allow youtube to come on and then you can watch live with us every day and then please don't forget to go to itunes rate the show a five star and leave a quick review spotify is just a, spot, a five star so just leave us a, a five star there and you can you can do whatever the fuck you want after that uh but we appreciate you being here again if you're in the austin area and want to come see a live show pretty much here monday through friday except uh when we're we're going after million dollar balls sounds weird when it when it came out of my mouth yeah. and uh can't take it back <laughs> now because we're live but that's exactly what we're doing going after the money and aaron judges last home run Join us on Drinking Bros Sports here in about 15 minutes, kids, for the Monday morning recap. For Danthony, Danthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.